Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bibble uh, from beginning to end, cover to cover, the King James Version. We're going to go old school with this shit, um, and it's going to be super fun, uh, because this is my first time reading it. First time. Numero uno. Uh, so you'll be just as surprised as I am every single time. Those of you who have been listening from the beginning, hopefully there are a couple of you, uh, already fucking know this stuff. So you know what's going to be coming next, and it's the business side of this, where you can find, uh, like, the quote-unquote website for this uh, podcast at uh, www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash, I think, podcasts, probably. Um, and, of course, you can hire my dumbass for whatever you need for your voiceover needs because I've been doing this stuff for a while. Um, sadly, no Jehovah's Witness lady, person, man, uh, emails recently. I'm assuming they're very busy, so whatever. I miss it. I really do. Mm. It kind of broke up my week. But uh, since we don't have any of them, uh, you can reach out to us, of course, at accordingtostupid at gmail.com, the website that I just mentioned, or the Twitter sphere at accordtostupid. Uh, yeah. So here we go, man. We're just going to hop right on into Chronicles. Uh, we're about halfway through Chronicles right now because the first uh, last couple episodes have been very much run, run through them. You know, they've been... Uh, lists of things, and, and a little bit of a review from Kings, a little bit of a, here's some more stories and stuff that, for some reason, we didn't put into the rest of this, <coughs> and um, you know, that's fucking fine, I guess, but none of it really makes much sense, but it seems to me that the Chronicles thing is mostly just to get lists and to move forward in that particular way, um, but... After Chronicles, we start to get to names and and things. Um, uh, yeah. So, here we go. Uh, Chronicles 1, chapter 16. Go to Jim King James Bible online.org. Um, 1. So, uh, they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. <laughs> and they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. That's right. So before all this, uh, we were listing all the begats and all that sort of shit. And then um, it was like, oh shit, well we have, uh, you know, the, the kingdom of David or the city of David and so on run by, you know, some guy. Uh, and <laughs> he was like, you know, we have the Ark of the Covenant, we should probably put it somewhere great. And we should take it from these Levite guys and, uh, you know, have it around because... Fuck everybody else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Anyway, so they have that, and they're clearly putting it in tent. They're being like, fuck yeah, look at the thing we have. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Good for him. And he dwelt on uh, to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to every one a loaf of bread. Oh, damn. And a good piece of fish, flesh, excuse me, Good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. Hot diggity damn. Yeah, feed him for a night, man. Uh, and he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord. Mm. And to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. Hey, man, can while I'm doing this, you mind just keeping that shit up? Asaph, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, G.L., and Shemariah Roth. Uh, and Jeel and Matthiah and Eliabab and Benaniah and uh, Abedidam. I like Abedidam. 
uh, and Giel and the psalteries with harps and, and with harps and Asaph made sound with cymbals. But Anaya also, and they were, you know, they're the musicians. This was the band at the day. They just listed the names. Uh, Benaniah also and Jehaziel, the priests, uh, with trumpets continually before the Ark of the Covenant of God. Neato! So they, you know, played a raucous tune. Uh, then on the day David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. That's a good one. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Israel, his children, ye children of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, even of the covenant which he made with Abraham, and of his oath unto Isaac. This one's pretty good. I'm liking this one. Very epic. And hath confirmed the same to Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, Unto thee will I give the land of Canaan, which that didn't quite work out, the lot of your inheritance. When ye were but few, even a few, and strangers in it, and when they went from nation to nation, from and from one kingdom to another people, several times, but that's after David, I think, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Eventually. Yeah, he reproved kings for their sakes, and the people, you know, just throwing it out there, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Well, you know, you eventually kill some of your prophets. We're getting very contradictory. Eventually. Like, you know, yeah, this was before, but if we're having an omnipotent God, you know, you'd probably see them like, oh, I'm probably going to feed some of these prophets to some fucking lions here in a couple generations. But fuck it, what I'm dealing with right now. Saying, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Which probably at the time being like, hey, if I send a prophet to you, don't hurt them. Sing unto the Lord, all to the earth, shew forth uh, from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. All nations, you say. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all God. Ah, fuck! I'm doing this kind of early, this is... Sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. Uh, glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. I think I probably missed one. Yeah, I did. Uh, declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. All nations, I said. Because, you know. <laughs> For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. Uh, we have that feared as opposed to love thing. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens eventually. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. I guess now that I'm thinking about the, you know, um... He has created the heavens uh, 16 
Chronicles 1625-26 uh, really kind of disproves some of the stuff that my JW friend has been, uh, you know, spouting. Uh, if if heaven hasn't been necessarily created until 1914, then how are they talking about in the time of David, uh, for all of gods and people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Now, maybe it might be a quite different thing that heaven, in the sense that we go to, is different than the heavenly kingdom, but it doesn't quite make sense to me that all those particular souls would have a place to go if your religion believes that, you know, we're going to stay asleep under the ground. Just saying. Seems a bit of a difference there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, where did I leave off? Um, gladness in place. In the beauty of holiness. Okay. Fear before him, all the earth. Well, still, not the love thing. The world also shall be stable, that it be not moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice, and let men say among the nations, The Lord reigneth. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice, and all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord, because he cometh to judge the earth. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth for ever. And say ye, save us, O God of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name, and glory in thy praise. Well, you know, I can kind of get behind David not wanting to spread the word, you know. <laughs> He's like, everyone here be happy. He's the God of everything except the fucking heathen. The motherfucking he kills those motherfuckers. Which also, you know, how do we convert the heathen by talking to them or killing them? And then we don't have to fucking see him, I guess. Just kill the people that you don't believe the same things about. You know, just do that. It really quiets up the place. Sure, it's really loud for like a minute or two if you actually kill them and they don't kill you back because, you know, some heathens are hard to kill and some heathens just won't go down and some just fucking don't believe in God because they probably grew up in fucking Egypt with those fucking other gods and that's kind of what's going on. Um, <laughs> all this talk of the heathen, man. Still, there's this, all this talk about, like, God of our salvation, but we're supposed to fear him. So there's this weird, like, hey, thanks, <laughs> you know, flinching gratitude, it seems. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if all the other gods were kind of this way. I think we feared the ones of death and things and couldn't explain lightning and the sea and, you know, wisdom and where things came about and whatever, but, like... <laughs> it was kind of a, we fear him because, you know, he could strike us dead for fucking whatever. <laughs> well, why? Well, he controls lightning. It comes out of fucking nowhere. Well, it comes out of storms and so on, usually around the coasts and, and, and that sort of area. It doesn't mean it lives there all the time. It kind of comes and goes. And When there's rain, there's usually thunder, but sometimes not all the time, but, but most of the time, you know. So, so really, if we stay in kind of a dry climate, Zeus won't kill us, but Poseidon might dry up the land and 
you know, suck us into the earth and, and so on. And then we're dealing with Hades, who deals with that. But but really, it's mostly like dealing with gods as if you're dealing with a phone book. You know, you have your electricians, your plumbers, your HVAC guys, and and, and voiceover people, much like myself, that you just deal with them. There's no, the, there's no this double duty of fear, love, salvation, you know, going on that. And I think I had a point there, but I don't know where I was going with it. Now, maybe I made it. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, endureth for every. Um, and say ye save us, O Lord of salvation. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel for ever and ever. And all the people said, Amen, and praised the Lord. So they left there before the Ark of the Covenant, the Lord Asaph and his brethren, to minister before the Ark continually, as every day's work required. You guys, make sure that this thing doesn't disappear. And Obadendum with their brethren, threescore and eight. Obadendum also with son of Judithan and Hosea uh, to be porters. Nido. And Zadok the priest and his brethren the priests before the tabernacle of the Lord in the high place that was at Gibeon. To offer burnt offerings unto the Lord upon the altar of the burnt offering continually, morning and evening, to do according to all that is written in the law of the Lord, which he commanded Israel. And with them he man, that's what it says, and Judithan, Judithan, uh, and the rest <laughs> that were chosen, who were expressed by name, to give thanks to the Lord because his mercy endureth forever. I don't think it does. And with them He-Man and Jidathan, uh, with trumpets and cymbals for those that should make a sound, and with musical instruments of God, and the sons of Jidathan were porters. And all the people departed every man to his house, and David returned to bless his house. Oh, good. I'm done blessing all of you. Time to bless my damn house. All right, kids. Chapter 17. Now it came to pass, as David sat in his house, that David said to Nathan the prophet, Lo, I dwell in a house of cedars, but the ark of the covenant of the Lord remaineth under curtains. Which probably he didn't sound like that. He's like, hey, um, I'm living in a nice little house here made of, uh, you know, wood planks and stuff. But um, do you think maybe we should not put this thing under like a canvas tent? You know, being a, you know, item of God and all. Then Nathan said unto David, Yeah, do all that is in thine heart, for God is with thee. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I can steal that one. That'll be, that'll be my new like. I don't know, but like, why don't you decide for us? Do all that is in thine heart, for God is with thee. It's kind of my easiest way to be like, I don't fucking care, but it sounds a lot nicer, and it sounds pleasanter, I think, than, you know, this the, the idea of, like, what do you want for dinner tonight? Well, I don't know. What do you want for dinner tonight? I think we should go out. Where should we go? I don't know. Where you going to go? Do, that is all, do all that is in thine heart, for God is with thee. And then leave. Just go somewhere else. Downstairs, upstairs, bathroom, whatever. Let them deal with it. Yeah. Do all that is in thine heart, for God is with thee. Chronicles 17, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it came to pass the same night that the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell David, my servant. <laughs> this is funny to me to be like, I, I don't know. God's probably with you. He'll talk to you. And God talks to Nathan, the guy who's actually passing this whole thing along. And I hope the people who have read this before being like, Oh, John, you're getting into something funny. But he probably doesn't. Anyway, so God comes to Nathan being like, Hey, hey, fucko, <laughs> give him an answer. Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Go and tell David my servant, thus saith the Lord, thou shalt not build me an house to dwell in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you, you don't get to build me a fucking house. I like these curtains, damn it. Uh, <laughs> For I have not dwelt in a house since the day that I brought up Israel unto this day. Interesting. What house were you living in before? But he gave from, t but have gone from tent to tent and from one tabernacle to another. God is a vagabond. Uh, wheresoever I have walked with all Israel, spake I a word to any of the judges of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people, saying, Why have ye not built me a house of cedars? Um, hold on, wait a second. Wheresoever I have walked with all Israel, spake I a word to any of the judges of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people, saying, Why have ye not built me a house of cedars? I guess he brings up a point, being like, Hey, if I wanted something else, motherfucker, I would have asked for it. And there we go. So that's pretty much where it's at. Uh, <laughs> now, therefore, thus shalt thou say unto my servant David, Fuck right off. <laughs> thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, even from following the sheep, that thou shouldst be ruler over my people Israel. And I have been with thee whithersoever thou hast walked, and have cut off all thine enemies from before thee, and have made thee a name like the name of the great men that are in the earth. Also I have ordained a place for my people Israel, and will plant them several times. Uh, and they shall dwell in their place, and shall be moved no more. Lies. Neither shall the children of wickedness waste them any more as at the beginning. And since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, moreover I will subdue all thine enemies. Furthermore, I tell thee that the Lord will build thee an house. Okay. So that was a long way to say, being like, Hey, uh, remember all the shit I did? I'm going to build you a house. I, you don't need to build me a house. I built this. I built this city, motherfucker. I built this city. And I will decide what to do. I don't know why God's Southern. It seems weird. I think I'll run with it for a while. And it shall come to pass, when thy days be expired, that thou must go to be with thy fathers, that I will raise up thy seed after thee, which shall be of thy sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build me an house, and I will establish his throne forever. Which actually kind of puts something out there of like, um... <laughs> Of, of a good religious note just to put out there of like, if you build a house for me, metaphorically, or because he's talking about not physically here, you have to build it metaphorically, so it's a lot easier to do. God's in this house. He's always been in here. Uh, you can build a house for God, uh, and he will establish your throne. You, Gus, <laughs> who's working at the machine shop or whatever. Uh... He will establish your throne forever. Hopefully, unless he decides, you know, to not, you know, and then he won't. Uh, <laughs> it's not literally a guarantee. Not that it isn't a bad line, but uh, yeah, we're getting some good lines in here. Chronicles 1, um, 17, 12. Yeah, uh, 13. Anyway, uh, I will be his father and he shall be my son. Oh, boy. 
and I will not take my mercy away from him, as I took it from him that was before thee. I suppose it's a good message for orphans, not necessarily those who have been raising stuff and be like, oh, God's going to raise you, huh? When did God make you a grilled cheese sandwich, you little shit? Um... <laughs> But I will settle him in mine house and in my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forevermore. All in all, it's a good thing. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Been like, hey, God isn't mad, but he doesn't need a house. And David, the king, came and sat before the Lord, hi, and said, Who am I? Who am I? Um, anyway, O oh Lord, God. That is mine house that thou hast brought me hitherto. Um, all right, I, I, I think I can see where he's coming from. Being like, who am I to be this person to be doing all this? I'm just kind of winging it, man. Um, that has brought me hitherto. What have, what have you brought me to? And yet this was a small thing in thine eyes, O God, for thou hast also spoken of thy servant's house for a great while to come, and hast regarded me according to the estate of a man of high degree, O Lord God. What can David speak more to thee for the honor of thy servant? For thou knowest thy servant. It also helps that David's actually able to talk to God, as well as Nathan. But it seems to me that Nathan, you know, is this weird secondary messenger, where David probably could have just went up to God and be like, Yana House, and <laughs> probably got a resounding, no, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I have to wait like 4,000 years for Pornhub. Um... Anyway, uh, keep losing my spot because I keep going on to raids. Um, okay, so he's just like, what, what, what can I do? I'm, I'm your servant. What can I, you know me, what can I do? O Lord, for thy servant's sake and according to thine own heart, hast thou done all this greatness and making known all these great things? O Lord, there is none like thee. So far, I mean, not a whole lot of people have been talking to Anubis and Ra and so on. Odin, maybe, but I, fuck if I know. Neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people Israel, whom God went to redeem to be his own people, to make thee a name of greatness and terribleness, by driving out nations from before thy people, whom thou hast redeemed out of Egypt. For thy people Israel didst thou make thine own people forever, and thou, Lord, becamest their God. All right, so he's putting up being like, hey, man, like, what, 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 what's the end game? So he's asking the questions I'm asking, more or less, being like, you did all this, you did all these things, and you're, you're asking for praise and burnt offerings and peace offerings and hand offerings and whatever, and air offerings and all this sort of stuff, which is fine, because you pulled us out of Egypt and had us wonder for a fucking long-ass time before we fucking found Canaan, because someone doesn't have a fucking GPS! Um... for being God. Um, <laughs> so, like, what, what, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, just throw it back, I guess, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, Let it even be established that my name may be magnified forever, saying the Lord of hosts is the God of Israel, even a God of Israel. Uh, and let the house of David thy servant be established before thee. For thou, O God, hast thou uh, hast told thy servant that uh, thou wilt build him a house. Therefore thy servant hath found in his heart to pray before thee. And now, Lord, 
Thou art God, and hast promised his goodness, this goodness, unto thy servant. Now therefore let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may be before thee forever, for thou blessed, uh, O Lord, and it shall be blessed forever. So he's kind of having a big ask at the end of this, being like, all right, I tried to build you a house, you didn't want a house, so I built you this. I'm trying to be a good servant, and apparently I turn out to be a pretty damn good one. Um, but, like, if you're going to promise the, the seed stuff and I'm trying to do my best, you just let me know what I need to do and I'll fucking do it. But uh, you, you, you got to hold up your end of the bargain, which is a real rough one to do because you know, unless I really believe that you're watching over everything and da-da-da, um, I'm putting a lot of faith into that. And that's probably the point, that you got to put your faith into the Lord and that he exists and, and so on, that he will care for you and... And open up doors and close them and take you where you need to go. Uh, seems a bit more riverboat life than I intend, but uh, it's I can't disprove that it's not actually happening to me either. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, I'm having a good time. How about you guys? Let's do one more. What do you think? We're having a longer chapter this time around. Chapter 18 is a bit shorter, so this one will be all right. We'll end on this one. Maybe it'll be a downer. Uh, chapter 18. Now after this it came to pass that David smote the Philistines for the first time, but not the last, and subdued them and took Gath and her towns out of the hand of the Philistines. Yeah, we got Gath, fuck you. And he smote Moab, and the Moabites became David's servants and brought gifts. Thanks, <laughs> I guess. And David smote uh, Hadarezer, king of Zobah. Ooh, excuse me. David smote Hadarezer, king of Zobah, unto, uh, unto Hamath, as he went to establish his dominion by the river Euphrates. And David took from him a thousand chariots, and seven thousand horsemen, and twenty thousand footmen. Holy shit, you made an army. David also hoed? Okay. All the chariot horses, but reserved them an hundred chariots. Okay. Uh, and when the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadarezer, king of Zobah, David slew of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Himself or, like, his army? Because either way, impressive. Well, then David put garrisons in uh, Syria-Damascus, Syria and the Syrians became David's servants and brought gifts. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadarezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Likewise, from Tibeth, from Shun, cities of Hadarezer, brought David very much brass, wherewith Solomon made a brazen sea, and the pillars and the vessels of brass. So he made some pretty cool shit. Uh, now, when Tau, king of Hamath, heard how David had smitten all of the ho all the host of Hadarezer, king of Zobah, he sent Hadaram, his son, to King David to inquire of his welfare. How you doing? And congratulate him. Hey, good job because he had fought against Hadarezer and smitten him. For Hadarezer had war with Tal, and with him all manner of vessels of gold and silver and brass. Hey, good job, <laughs> I guess. Them also King David dedicated unto the Lord, and the silver and the gold that he brought from all these nations, from Edom uh, and from Moab and from the children of Ammon and from the Philistines and from Amalek. Moreover, uh, Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, slew of the Edomites in the Valley of Salt 18,000, and he put garrisons in Edom, and all the Edomites became David's servants. Thus the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. 
So David reigned over all Israel and executed judgment and justice among all his people. And Joab the son of Zeruiah was over the host, and Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud, recorder, and Zadok the son of Ahitab, and Abibilabeba <laughs> the son of Abiathar, were the priests, and Shivashar was scribe, Nido, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada was over the Sherethites and the Pelethites, and the sons of David were chief about the king. Nido! It all kind of worked out, I guess. I guess we'll lie, we'll end it up on here. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate it. You guys are great. If you could please rate, review, subscribe, all that sort of stuff, and maybe tell a couple of friends, be like, I listen to this fucking funny guy. He, he, he tells me about the Bible, and I don't feel like a blasphemer because he'll go to hell, but I know in my heart of hearts that God will raise up my throne and, you know, smite this fucking blasphemer dead someday and I'll get to listen to it not necessarily live but you know on on the recording you know uh so you know you can find me of course if you're already listening to this I don't know why I put this on here but of course you can find me on Apple Podcasts you can find me on Google Play SoundCloud eventually I'm kind of thinking I need to hop onto Stitcher or something I'm starting to think I need to you know just a thought um and see where that goes, you know. So, uh, you know, maybe get some more views. Maybe, uh, you know, get some, you know, stitch, uh, not um, ad placements and things like that. So, I don't know. I'm going to take another look at it. Maybe I'll do that today. That's that's what I'll do. See where I'm at and such. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, please review, rate, subscribe, tell your friends that you like this. Um, Five-star reviews are apparently the best way to go. Uh, but, you know, be honest. God's watching. Or to know be honest because, you know, you're headed to hell. Doesn't matter to me. Or you really do enjoy this, but you want to be secret. You can just put your hand kind of over it, you know, like you're hiding a test. You know, God cheating and all that. Um, and you can, um, you know, just be like, God, I'm just, I'm giving him a five. I'm, I'm trying to do the good thing about like, hey, you're spreading the word. And that's, that's kind of the good thing. But like, I don't like the way you're doing it. But like, at the same time, I kind of want more people to listen so that they've, you know, become more Christian, even though he's, this guy's more of an atheist than anything else. But he's, he's trying to believe he really is. And I, and I think if I gave him a five star, he might keep doing these episodes and maybe, you know, he'll finish the last chapter of Revelations and go like, you know what, this God's kind of okay. He has his ups and downs, but you know, whatever. And, you know, maybe he's being really prophetic in this middle of the fucking Old Testament right now. But I think this this poor, barely Catholic boy needs needs a boost. And he could probably use that. That'd be that'd be that'd be great. Five stars <laughs> would do again. Uh, thank you so much. And you've been gospel too by the stupid. <laughs>